India. Hi Nelly and Creepsters. This week's episode is called Do We All Astro Project with Nelly Resnick. In our session that we had, I don't know why I had this strong presence of wanting to connect with my great-grandmother. I had only known her um, as she was. She had a dementia. As far as I've known her, she had dementia my whole life up until when she passed. Like, I think I was like 14, 15. But um, my grandmother took care of her. She was like a baby at that point, you know, once they get dementia. I had always wanted to know how she was before the disease took over. And uh, when we were in a session randomly, I when I came there, I specifically wanted to connect with my grandpa and my grandmother because my grandpa had recently passed and it was really traumatic because I saw him um, the night before and it, it was just really traumatic for me and it was unexpected and we were very close so I had only that's who I wanted to to connect with but my great-grandmother did come through and we were talking to her and you said that she's not ready to come to be reincarnated yet and I thought that was so interesting. I, I think that when we're ready to reincarnate we do but it's not random. I think that we really we still have free will when we come here we don't plan for every single thing and we make choices and all of that but I, I do feel like there's certain points that we intend to reach you know in each life or people that we're supposed to meet or you know whatever it is. Um, or lessons we're supposed to learn. And so we plan that pretty carefully, and then we reincarnate when we're ready. Wow. So it, it has to be with purpose. It's not like you just, oh, there you go, down the tube. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like with a, with a purpose. That's really cool. Who communicates to you in your sessions, uh, both as a psychic and also as a medium for example you mentioned angels the guardian angels spirit guides etc who communicates to you who's in the room with you and the difference between a guardian angel and mm -hmm. angels in general you mentioned in my mm -hmm. session in my apartment that i <laughs> that my apartment isn't haunted but my spirit guides and everyone is always around me rooting me on like i and i talk to them subconsciously mm -hmm. and uh they're always here so i just want you to let the listeners know like what's the difference and and what their mm -hmm. their roles are in our lives sure yeah so i mean um there's you know the different spirit realms mm -hmm. really so um mm -hmm. there's a big difference between the spirit um which to me means souls that have crossed over or dead people and mm -hmm. spirit guides and then also angels or ascended masters or elemental spirits. You know, spirit guides tend to be on a higher vibration than spirit, um, which doesn't mean that they're better or more spiritual or anything like that. It's just, you know, different department, mm -hmm. different frequency. So, you know, people who have crossed over, that's like you, me, Uncle Joe, Grandpa Eddie, whatever. Um <laughs> It's kind of a shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder connection, mm -hmm. and I think people sometimes have this misconception that they're, 
their loved ones in spirit, you know, maybe they, they die and they think that they suddenly, you know, become extremely enlightened and that they know everything and Mm -hmm. that they're able to help you in every way. But really they might change, they might not, but they still have to go through their own journey and they can, you know, pop in and be uh, helpful or supportive, but they don't necessarily know they, they're not really equipped to like help you through your life uh, in the way that guides are, you know, with spirit, it's like, if you just even think about your loved ones who are here in the living and your own family members and friends, if you think about like, do you come to them for advice and do you always take it? Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have to apply that logic, even if they're dead, you know, (laughs) and spirit guides, you know, there's different ones that we have. Some are from birth to death and some just come in for short periods of time, especially if we're going through some kind of transition or we need them for a certain amount of time. But they don't come without your consent. So I think most people have like at least one guide that takes them from birth to death. Mm -hmm. and that guide tends to be the one who kind of vets and chooses their other spirit guides so let's say someone's going through a divorce maybe there's a guide it's um it's not someone in the spirit world like it's not Mm -hmm. you know someone who's just crossed over it may be someone who has incarnated with you before but maybe hasn't in a while and they're trained to be a guide and to guide people through their lives and their choices and all of that they can't make you do things they can't mess with your free will but they can kind of guide you to where you need to be going. Even if it's not, it's not always where you want to be going, but it's where you need to be going. So is that when you say that they guide you, is, do they guide you? Or is it subconsciously up to you to, to do it or not do it? Or Yeah, I mean, they can't make you do anything, mm-hmm. you know, but they can mm-hmm. send you like intuitive hits. Or they can kind of help manipulate energy to put things in your path that you're supposed to have on your path. Yeah. And maybe it's to trigger you sometimes. It's not always a good thing or what you would consider to be good things. That's a good point. So let's say um, we were mm-hmm. in a bad relationship and it finally yeah. hit rock bottom. And it, you know how people say like, oh, and I finally woke up. Would that be like an instance where that was an eye opener? But that was actually your guide like saying okay like I put this in place for you to go this way because that way wasn't right for you sometimes yeah um it could also be from your higher self but Uh yeah you know and it could be something like let's say you really want a new job and your idea of a perfect job Mm -hmm. is you know something that pays well where you can just kind of like Mm -hmm. you get along with everybody Mm and you have a lot of time off and whatever, and the work is interesting, you know. But to your spirit guides, maybe based on what, what you need to work on, maybe for them, their idea of a perfect job for you is one where you learn mm-hmm. boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, or one where you're forced to really advocate for yourself or where, you know, you have to say no a lot or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So that's what, what they're going to lead you to. So where your loved ones in spirit will probably want you want to kind of protect you from all of that. But then you don't learn the lessons. Right. So, yeah. And there's many different ways that guides can communicate with you. It could be through dream work. It could be sometimes when you just get a random idea during the day. It could be through signs, synchronicities. You know, the more you kind of develop that language with them, the more they're able to 
to communicate and do that. Guardian angel, is that usually a relative of yours that have passed away? or? Um, I don't think so. So I, I do communicate with the angels, but I mostly work with the archangels. But with, with guardian angels, I mean, I've heard of, of this, and I think some people... Like people probably do have them, but I don't. I don't know very much about them. But I, I do know that with the angelic realm. So first of all, I think people get really put off by the word angels because it, it's so biblical, and they're not these like you know winged uh, people <laughs> from the sky that are you mm-hmm. know uh, sparkly and white. They're really their energy and their souls that are highly evolved that haven't walked the earth plane. And you can call them helpers instead if that helps or um, energetic bodies mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And actually different cultures and different religions have them, but they're just called mm-hmm. by different names. And so we call them angels in like Western society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And guard, so, so it's, it's a realm. So, you know, your loved ones can help guard you maybe but they're not your you know uh, angels that's a that's a different thing mm-hmm. um so that's a different realm and they're on a much higher vibration and so where your spirit guides are like uniquely equipped to help you specifically and mm-hmm. they know kind of the ins and outs of your life and the day-to-day and what are the archangels and what makes them different from your spirit guides um the archangels are omnipresent and are able to help everyone and they're very have a very healing energy and really what they care about is raising the vibration of the planet and raising the consciousness of the planet you know mm-hmm. um, I, I really I I call on them during healing sessions I call on them to help me hold space before readings um, to help clear me you know for shielding things like this um, um, more than you know about like anyone I'm dating or whatever, <laughs> you know, um, or information that they want to know. But with my guides, that's who I ask for more like, you know, the the more kind of day to day stuff, um, and and also things that are specific to my life that are more long term, but that you know are more specific to to my actual life. That's really amazing. What does each person's higher self? Uh, what is that? And also before you answer it. I have this theory about every person, right? So it's us here in this three dimension. Sometimes I feel like with me that I feel like there's another me somewhere else exactly the same but uh also different like more faster, more in tune. Yeah, just more in tune somewhere else. More clear-headed. And I want to know mm-hmm. if that's kind of like what your higher self is. So, yeah, so the higher self is like you, but not you. So the higher self I really see is kind of like the oversoul, um, you know. And so the way that one of my guides described it to me is he showed me like a disco ball. Um, and when you zoom all the way in and you see each kind of facet of the disco ball as a life that you've led, um, it looks when you zoom all the way in as though it's being read from left to right, um, as though it's linear and that there's past, present, and future. But when you zoom really all the way out, you see that um, it's actually a sphere um, and that all the lives are happening at the same time. 
and that they're all kind of in relation to each other. And you can think of your higher self as the one who is holding the, the disco ball. So that's your, that's like your, your soul, your over soul that, you know, is, is, yeah, is, is in charge of all of the lives. And another way to think about it is almost like you're an avatar in a video game that your your higher self is playing. That's maybe a very clinical way to look oh, at it. Yeah, but sure. I think it's a good way to <laughs> yeah, that's kind of explain that's it and understand what that is. Yeah, and so, and your higher self is like you, but but not you. And I think it's something that we should all be striving to like connect with and you know embody. And you know it can also appear different from mm. from yourself. So, you know, even for someone who identifies as female in this lifetime, their higher self may appear more male. And it's not that souls have an age or a gender or anything like that because they don't, but they can kind of appear Mm -hmm. or have an expression of one way or another. So I've seen that a lot. Yeah. And and when I connect to people's higher selves, they seem to be almost like a higher expression of the person in a way. That's um, most really of the time. Cool. Have you ever astral projected before? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I think everyone does. Um, and we don't realize it. So when you're sleeping, when you're dreaming, you're astral projecting. Wow. You're outside of your body. So a lot of people have experienced sleep paralysis. And that's when, like, you're mm-hmm. awake, but you're not really back in your body yet. And so you can't move. And it's very scary. But mm-hmm. it's not actually scary, but it can feel very scary. And it can also happen in like a millisecond, but yeah. it can feel like a full minute. And that's very scary, too. But we all astral project all the time. I have astral wow. projected on purpose a few times. And it's not it's not a big deal. Like, <laughs> I know it's easy for me to say that, but I just mean with all of these things, I think we all have access to a degree to all of them and we overcomplicate them and we, but we're all capable of having mystical experiences. And a lot of it really is a combination of visualization and, and feeling. It's hard to explain. It sounds fake as I'm talking about it because I'm like making it sound like I'm just imagining it, but there's a difference between kind of imagining going somewhere and like lifting out of your body and going somewhere. But we, we all, we all do it. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I thought like you have to take these classes to do it mm-hmm. or, or some people do do it and don't like mm-hmm. it or people that yeah. are just afraid of it. So I didn't know that. And, but it makes sense that we do. Cause like when you think about it, when you go to sleep, it feels like, I don't know about anyone else, but if, feels like you're kind of levitating we're like in that good sleep you don't realize but kind of feels like you're sleeping on a cloud when you you have like a good good night's sleep so that makes sense my last question is discuss how psych being a psychic and a medium for you how do you think that how do you feel it's important to humanity to have these abilities and to be able to help people throughout mm-hmm life yeah um I think it's important in a lot of different ways um for one being a medium um I'm able to communicate with souls that have crossed over and really the work is for them um I'm in service to spirit and I think people think that mediums do mediumship for the living and we don't we do it for 
um, for souls that have crossed over. Um, they have a need to communicate, and so um, I'm able to, to do that for them. If you think about yourself as a person or as a soul, and if, let's say, you died tomorrow, God forbid, just think, would there be people that you would still want to say things to? What would those things be, and who would those people be? Chances are they're not all just in your family. Chances are what you would want to say might be very simple. It might be, I'm sorry. It might be, I love you. It might be, you know, I'm not really dead. <laughs> it might be, you know, that you've seen them do things. Maybe if it's it's been a while that you've seen them do things since your passing that you've never really left. It may be to give them advice on something that you know a lot about. You know, things like this. And it's I think it's very important work. And I think also just really bridging the gap between life and death. I think it's a very taboo subject that people are very afraid of. And... You know, whether this, they're skeptical and afraid, whether they laugh at it and they're, then that's what it is, <laughs> or if they believe in it and they're afraid, or whatever it is, I think just doing the work and developing um, myself as an evidential medium, because that's what I do, I provide evidence of who the spirit person was prior to their passing. I think it really, I've seen it really give like hope to people are going through a really hard time you know and that's really both on the psychic level and on the mediumistic level and in a way that isn't just telling people their fortune or their future that takes away their power but really kind of showing them that they might have options or reflecting back to them where they might need healing or whatever it is that they need to know or what higher beings would like them to know and then also just showing people where their own intuitive centers are and where they can kind of you know take take their own power in terms of psychic ability and intuition so I think all of that is really really important and it's a lot of what motivates me to do my work yeah it seems like it would be a pretty interesting job like it seems really because I when I look at it I look at it for instance people that do forensics work and things like that like you'd never have a boring day because it's it's always a new case or something new that you discover and I can only imagine being a psychic medium the just interesting lives that you come across and from the living and people that have passed over and it's just I'm pretty sure it's a fulfilling overall feeling to have that is amazing but and I think that's what life is all about like finding what your purpose is like what you've been discussing this this whole episode is we're all here for a reason and to be able to help mm-hmm. <laughs> the living and mm-hmm. people that have passed on is the ultimate thing mm-hmm. to be able to do so mm-hmm. yeah it's really um i love it a lot it's really it's really wonderful kudos to you girl that is amazing <laughs> Thanks. and so i like to end this episode with you letting the listeners know where they can find information about you and what you do your website and yeah any classes that you have coming up yeah okay thank you so you can go on my website nellyresnick.com that's 
N-E-L-L-Y-R-E-Z-N-I-K. I have the same thing on Instagram if you want to follow me there. I have to update my website, but it has information about any upcoming classes and events and things like that. But what's coming up in August is, I don't know when this will be released, but August 4th, I'm doing mini readings at Myths of Creation um, in Greenpoint. August 10th, I'm doing readings at Love is Juniper, um, which is a yoga studio. I think it's in Crown Heights, and they are having um, a bazaar from 6 to 9 p.m. And then August, I believe, 25th, I'm doing uh, mini psychic readings at Black Iris Tattoo in Greenpoint, which you can reach out to me for. And I'm also doing a class called Trusting Your Intuition. So it's just a two-hour, basically, mini psychic development class that's very non-intimidating, hopefully, from 5 to 7 on that Sunday. And then I will also be working on putting my Tools for Empaths class together online. And so hopefully that'll be up soon. I also do group readings. The next one will probably actually be in October, a Black Iris Tattoo. And then um, I'm also doing the next psychic development class is October 6th and 7th. That's Good going to, to be at Minka Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do readings. So it's about to uh, change. Right now I have three reading options. I'm going to have two. Um, and there's soul path readings which you can read about on my website, and Psychic and Mediumship Readings, which is more about talking to dead people, basically. And then I also do Reiki healing. So I think those are all the things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and also let the listeners know that you do your sessions online, too. Like if um, you do remote mm-hmm. sessions. Yeah. So I do I can do readings over um, like Skype or video chat or over the phone and they work the same. Perfect. That's good to know because hopefully we have people from out of the country and in the states that would love to be able to get a reading from you. So that's amazing, and I'm sure that we'll get a lot of people that would love to come and join your classes i actually did the class uh the group session at the it's the irish tattoo black irish yeah 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 that was really cool so if anyone that wants to do the group session i did that one first because my friend recommended you to me referred you to me and um that was really cool because you you're there with maybe like what like 10 people it's really intimate and you whatever spirit or um loved one comes in you'll they'll guide her to the person in the room so it's not just it's about everyone in the room whoever comes through so you get to hear other people's um life stories which is really cool you never know what people are going through or what grief and things like that so for people to come through and I mean it was everyone from like grandparents to parents to like childhood friends that people were surprised that they would even come through to them to give them messages so it was it was really a special experience so if you guys have time to do the group session before you do the personal session it's a it's a nice experience to do both I think so 
So thank you, Nelly, and I hope I didn't keep you up too late. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, thank you, India. This was awesome. Thank you so much. This is amazing. Please send all listener stories to info at bdumpodcast.com.